All righty, ladies and gentlemen, let's, let's start this off right, and we'll get to get to everything we got to get to with this episode of the Bros You Think Podcast. Let's start it off right, baby. Trying to live, I wanna build with you. Niggas forget that I'm a man, I'm about to make it home. Said fuck that drama, bitch, I will let it still hit you. I told my daughter they won't love us till we gone. So fuck that shit, these niggas pussy and they reputation counterfeit. We eating Popeyes up in sacks, we copping Burberry. These niggas eating churches, rocking Miller the Mall fits. I love my woman, but I still need me a dog, bitch. Be boosting polo and she fucking with that fraud shit. She still my wife, so you can't call me as I always do. Sweet like a daisy, but tomorrow she'll kill a hoe. Just left the gym, yeah, I've been working on my cardio. True to the game, I turn the stage into my studio. Cause when I speak, it feel like everybody notice me. I'm buying beats and selling Perkins, $12 a piece. Was pushing hoes, yeah, you get me that sweet 203. The game cold, but I saw gold and I got me a piece. I'm on the road with all my goals, plotting execution. Gotta stay on point, you slip up once and you'll be steady losing. Wait, wait. This is the Louisiana set. Turn me up, boy. Turn me up. Yo. I'm a living legend. I'm a living legend. A living legend. Living legend. Living legend. A living legend. I'm a living legend. A living legend. Living legend. Living legend. Pandemic throwing numbers, fuck it, we still act The show's still getting packed, I play the back I'm watching them walk past me Some gon' say what's up, some complimenting on my jacket Grab a mic and start directing traffic Preaching what I practice Making so much off of songs, I gotta file my taxes Every other month, I'm raw, just coming back I think I'm where I'm at because I crack with those that cut from different fabrics Y'all slack, I'm never lacking off in a lab, I'm making classics I always foreshadow, develop talents I could tell the future through this rap Say what I want on tracks and got react by making it happen. I kill him just to bring it back. I dip him in that Lazarus, frightening my antagonist. Talk- wait, 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 wait. I don't think I'm, I don't think y'all hear me. We turning up today, baby. Your boy is healthy. We feeling good. 
When you do it at this level, people coming for your spot. spot. When you stand in the mirror, make sure you don't see no op. op. Give them everything I got. We wanted millions off the top. top. But everything I am, that made me everything I'm not. And that's for certain, nigga. I don't need no reason when I did it just because Cause I don't need no reason when I did it off the love, love. Around here watching niggas mimic everything I was But now we over and above and that's for They say I'm charged up by the fault, that's my state of mind Maximum is 20, niggas praying for like 8 to 9 All my niggas identification number, state assigned Had to coach my nigga with his K like he played with Zion Throughout my discretions, had my older cousin telling me You could either be Pablo Escobar or L.A. Reid Knowing that your time could come any day I'm what happen if a true league average 40 in the NBA Shit be feeling hopeless, nigga Knowing you can miss the summer games behind smoking killer Three packs, one black, the other two, both vanilla I'ma keep going till they treat me like I did the dance moves And I wrote for Thriller I just paint pictures with the brushstroke Just know that I'ma always be in first like the clutch broke A nigga rhyme hotter and I say it well Whole team used to play the field But now we all big speakers like When you JBL. do it at this level, people coming for your spot, spot. When you stand in the mirror, make sure you don't see no op, op. Give them everything I got. We wanted millions off the top, top. But everything I am, that made me everything I'm not. Wait, y'all not hearing me? God oh, damn. You now tuned into the best motherfucking podcast on the planet. Folks. Hey, rapper voice room. Best wipe my mouth cause I've been out spitting game I did a show and made a play soon as I hopped off the plane These niggas know I can't be stopped, I'm out the box with the flame I'm trying to get it, once I got it, it's a lock on the game These niggas bitches, my dogs been while I'm out with the Danes I'm at the D's, I'm trying to hit my mouth with the dang I keep it spinning like big timers in the south with the swing My slide and slip, I'm right behind them with the mop, that's my main See, ain't no option but to go and get it was down the block, I knocked them outs before them hoes that did it. I'm on my top, I watch the clock and check the score, we killing. I'm trying to pop, I got my partners and they rolling with me. Shit, I can't lie. They hate a lot cause they know Jara got the golden ticket. Most of these rapping niggas hoes, I could be so specific. That's how it goes, we stick the code and keep the motion shifting. I need a lot, I need the load to keep it going. Cause we spinning down the block. They say they... into the bros who think podcast this is episode 272 yeah 272 i'm your host mr linden young boy diva aka the people's champ aka beard gang is in the motherfucking building and look this this right here is a special episode this is the panel part of bwt live that you were supposed to get last week but i got really sick and i didn't start feeling good really until later this week so it was, I was like, you know what, Jazz Red, y'all ain't even worry about it, y'all, because we're going on vacation next week, because I'm, I'm going to Vegas, and luckily I got healthy in time. So I was like, you know what, y'all don't worry about it, I'm going to just uh, record an intro, let the people know what's up, and we're going to get right to it. So again, like a lot of the podcasts you were supposed to get last week, you're getting this week, like Bros Who Binge is out now, you can check that out. We got some uh, videos on YouTube that's out as well, if you haven't heard the Jira episode, which is basically part two to this conversation, we put out part two first which is, I think is a very interesting way to do it. And if you heard part one after you hear this, it might make more sense as well. Or you go back and listen, vice versa. But super excited for y'all to hear this. This panel features Adam Dollars, Jalen Quinn, Swagger, my man Jira. It was a very, very good conversation. If you're into the music business, if you're into music production, uh, podcasts, whatever it may be, very good conversation for y'all. But just wanted to chop it up, let y'all know we're doing well. We got a plan coming in motion. Now that the boy is done producing, 
He's healthy, coming off a of vacation. I got a lot planned for y'all. And first, first interview back, just letting y'all know now, first interview back when I get back is Lango. We got to talk to Lango about his new album, uh, Joy Boy. Super excited about that. Started off the pod with that. Shout out to him. We're going, and, you know, we got a lot of interviews that I'm looking forward to with not just musicians, but voice actors, uh, actors in general, directors, photographers. Got a lot of stuff planned. And, you know, and we, if we reach out, y'all, y'all, y'all tap in with the boy. And we want to hear from not just uh, people in Lafayette, Baton Rouge, New Orleans. We want to hear from people in Houston. We want to hear from people in Atlanta. We want to hear from people in Florida. If you are listening to this from wherever your city is and you know someone that is on, that you think, hey, this would be an interesting conversation, shoot us an email, think at outlook.com. Hit us up. Uh, if you got music you want to submit, because I'm, I'm going to start doing song of the weeks again and, and playing more music on the pod that's not as mainstream, more people that I want to give more shine to. So if you want to submit your music, again, bros who think at outlook.com, you can do that and fill up the inbox while I'm on vacation. Give me something to listen to on the plane. Fill it up because I will. I'm, I'm going to play it like everything you heard to start off this pod was from. People that I've interviewed, people that I fuck with, that I'm genuinely fans of. I'm not playing. So let me let y'all know. If you don't know by now, and let me look into the camera. I don't know. I don't, I'm probably not going to put this on YouTube. Not this part of me. So I'll put, uh, put the panel on YouTube, but not, not this part. But if you don't know by now that I only play shit I fuck with, <laughs> you must be confused. Red's trying to play music around all the time. No. No, no, sir. Give me a suggestion. I'll see if that shit fire. Because the listeners have come to, to understand when Lynn give them something, it's that hot fire. It's that hot fire. But I will say, when we come back, Reg got <laughs> that freshman list, man. Reg had a lot of them out. X, I got to give it to him. I got to give it to him. That XXL freshman list, when we get back, we're going to talk about it. Yeah, I know because he was messaged me instantly. He was like, you see, uh, I'm, my ears XXL curated right here. I was like, what are you talking about, bro? What are you talking about? So super excited for that. Super excited to get into all the stuff we got to get into when we get back. Uh, if you're a movie fan, check out our review on uh, Spider-Verse. That's on YouTube. The Flash review will be on YouTube as well. Check out Bros. Revenge, our movie podcast. Check out the Workshoot Show, our wrestling podcast, if you are a fan of wrestling, as well as all of our anime content from Anime Talk to the One Piece videos to the uh, My Hero videos, all the stuff we do on YouTube. Make sure you check out all of that. But super, super excited. Super excited for what we got coming down the pipe. I guess, that, I guess that's pretty much it. I just want to talk to y'all. Tap in with the people. Let them know we ain't going nowhere. Let them know what, what, why they didn't get an episode last week. I feel bad, bro. I be feeling bad when, I, when we miss weeks. And it's like life things happen. It's like I'm trying to. And, and this, is, this is real talk. So let, 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 let me, let, let, let's just break it down. As each of us is navigating our lives. We're all getting older and we all have to take care of ourselves. And, you know, uh, I'll, I'll, I'll say for me, I'll say for me, because I'm not going to put everybody's business out on the pot if they don't want it out. But I'll say for me, it's like I am moving up in my radio career to where I'm getting more responsibilities and I'm trying to figure out how to manage that with the podcast, with all the podcasts, with scheduling guests, with doing the business side of it, basically running a business while working on my, I don't want to say solo career. I just want to say the thing that makes me money so I can continue to do this. 
because this will never go anywhere. Let me let me just keep it a stack. Y'all got me to where I am. Along with shout out to Nick Grand, shout out to Cam Johnny, shout out to Brooklyn, shout out to Doom, shout out to every co-host we've had, Jazz Red, shout out to everybody who's been a part of this journey. Y'all got me to where we are. So I would feel like I let you all down if we stop this. And there's going to be retoolings. We're gonna we're gonna, we're gonna be retooling a lot of stuff. I got a lot of ideas now that, like I said, when I am the lead producer of the station, it's like I have to make sure everything's running well. And now I'm the co-host to my boss's show, along with having my own show. And then I have to write for the station as well. So it's like there's a lot of things that I have had added over the past year to my career outside of this. I, let me not say that because I don't like that either. To the thing that makes me money. We're going to keep it a stack. Like the thing that allows me to continue to do this is <laughs> that makes me money. So I have to, you know, get the green so I can continue to talk to you all because, you know, I got a girlfriend, I got a dog, I got things I can take care of. Uh, you know, everybody does as we're getting older in, in life. And that's something that I think is beautiful that you're watching in real time is how we transition, how we figure out how to navigate these waters together. Maybe it'll help you. And, you know, hopefully we don't end up on our face. Hopefully we end up doing a lot of cool shit. Hopefully we end up giving you amazing content that you've grown accustomed to. And hopefully we can still continue to be, you know, in my opinion, the best podcast on the planet. And I just want to get real with y'all. So, but a lot of fun stuff coming up. DreamCon, me, Jazz, me, Jazz and Chris are going to DreamCon. What? Going to do live shows out there. Make sure you check that out. Tour coming up later this season for some anime cons as well. Be able to look up for all of this. We got, like I said, I, I figured out a way to make things work for real, for real. And now it's about execution. So super excited for that. But that's that's enough update. You know, I had to give y'all a little intro. Again, when I feel when I when I don't give you episode for a week, I feel like I'm having an existential crisis that I need to break these things down. But this is why this is this. This is what goes on in my mind. I feel like it's better to be vulnerable with y'all so you know the truth. And it's like, there's no point in hiding anything. I talk to y'all every week about my life. Like, I put my life on front street. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It may, I might not do much, but, you know, say la vie. We're going to tell you about it. But when we get back, we uh, next week, no pods. Uh, we'll be in Vegas. So catch up on all the old episodes. Catch up on everything that you got. I'll be in Vegas. Everybody else be doing their own thing. But catch up on everything you missed out. And when we come back, Jazz, Reg, and I got a lot of great stuff planned. And starting off with the Lango interview, which, like I said, I'm trying to turn that into a movie. Like, I got I to gotta, I gotta buy some stuff before we do that. Before we do that. I need to make some calls. I got to get the studio locked in. But, again, when we get back, I'm super excited for the vision that I have planned for some of these interviews. It's time to take it up to the next step. It's time to make more... I guess the best way I can say it is cinematic quality because as, and this will be the final, the, the final bit of my, my sickness spew of just my thoughts that I've had over the past, I guess, week, you could say. Yeah. Past like week, I guess you could say, cause I didn't start feeling good until like Wednesday, or Tuesday, late, late Tuesday night. So it's about making everything you see on the YouTube from now on, cinematic maybe giving you skits maybe giving you you know more production high production level content so this can not only be bros and things network but bros and things productions to where okay we can produce something for you and sell this 
to other content companies, as well as produce our own content as well that we can sell as well. And, you know, that's that's the goal that I want to be this time next year. It's like, okay, we can put out some short film. We can put out some some things like this and give you interviews that are top tier cinematic quality. So I'm, I, I'm excited to start with the interviews and then branch out. And the first one you'll get to see is Lango. So I'm super excited for that. But let's get down to, that's like I said, enough sick rambling. You got, but got to be honest with y'all because I love y'all. Y'all are, y'all are the, the people that support us and, and listen to this each and every week. So with, with that being said, let's get into the panel episode from DWT Live. This is incredible. Shout out to Adam Dollar. Shout out to Jira. Shout out to Jalen Quinn. Shout out to Swagger. They did not have to agree to do this, but they did. And I'm super, super, super eternally grateful. Without further ado, let's get to that right now. We got our camera over here. Got to. Got to. <laughs> so thank you everybody for coming out. We appreciate it. So basically, when I was talking to Jaira, it was let's do a conversation about the music industry in Louisiana. And I think me and Dollars and our conversation to start off really started it. So when y'all think of Louisiana artists, who do y'all think some of the biggest are that you think are aspirable for? Like something that's actually obtainable. Because when I asked you about it, you said young boy. I asked you about young boy. You said that's not obtainable. When you say Bro, how's that not obtainable? It's, it's, it's so many things that got to fall in place in order for that to happen. Like sometimes like lightning don't strike twice. Like, you know, yeah. but it don't mean that you can't be successful. Like, I mean, the guy who has 20,000 people in an arena, like that's great. But they got some dudes that got 5,000. They not worried about them extra 15. They like, yo, I got a pack house. I'm winning, I'm doing what I love. So, yeah. you know, it's just, it's all about timing. Do you think, do y'all think that's attainable? Yes. Yeah, I, th- I think, I think- Talk any- your mic. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I think anything is attainable. I think anything yeah, exactly. is attainable. It just depends on uh, who you are and what you're doing. Like you said, lighting don't start twice. I feel that wholeheartedly. I just feel like um, when it comes to like, like conditions of the environment or one thing, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, things could like play into somebody having a, a a better chance. But at the end of the day, it's about what you do with it. You know what I'm saying? I think it's about what you want too. It's all about Fetch. knowing what you want. I mean, every, situ- every situation is different though. Like true. young boy got popularity, but there's a ton of guys that selling more records than him. True. Yeah, yeah, so true, it's true, like, true. I was about to say, it's also about your demographic. Whoever your music cater to, that's who really gonna gravitate towards it the most. And I mean, shit, we know who Young Boy is, but Young Boy also like favored to like suburbs, it's like suburban areas and shit too. All right, you know what I'm saying? I mean, yeah. you know, and yeah. that's just where it's it's a genre, you know? Exactly. Like, you look in a crowd at any big concert, I mean, it's obvious the demographic that's in them. Yeah. So it's like, it's, it's like, we don't dictate the culture no more because it's no longer ours. As much as people don't want to hear that, it's like, it's only yours if you consume it and put money into it. Obviously, we're not the ones doing that, but you know, I mean. Do you think it's a problem that we don't dictate the culture? Uh, now, let me ask that. It's very problematic that people are in places and positions that are not, uh, you know what I'm saying? They're not the target audience of this art. They're definitely not who this shit was made by and for, and that's definitely fucked up. But um, is it fixable? Yeah, I think anything is fixable. Oh, is it too far gone? You, you, you look like you think it's too far gone. Oh, man, all right, yeah. When you ask that question, do you mean that in like a gatekeeping kind of way? Like as Ooh. far as like the, the, the culture? Because I guess so. I don't believe in gatekeeping. Okay. I, why? I, now tell me why. Because we got different opinions and I like that. Uh, who we, I mean, who am I to say how things supposed to go? A black person. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I mean, I feel you, but like, 
Still a no. Especially, especially, I could see if it was somebody white trying to beat down. But if it's like a Jack Harlow situation, who am I to dictate what he what he said, what he don't say? Now like, pass the mic to him because I gotta ask him how you feel about that. Being that you're a top producer, but you're you're a white guy in the industry that's you know black creative. Yeah, what's what's the question again? What the question? <laughs> uh, uh, I guess. What am I answering? You you answer how do you uh, so we we talked about gatekeeping. I think I think I, I don't I don't really look at the industry dictated by uh, white people. I think maybe the upper level like the major labels, but the industry is run on uh, the urban market and white kids looking at it to see what's cool and stuff like that. I don't think uh, a lot of shit is popping off. People usually can sniff out the Macklemore's, the Jack Harlow teeters on the line, but. I mean, can stick, sniff out the frogs. Black community yeah. is pretty authentic with that. That's why Young Boy's so popular. He's authentic. He's, you know, I mean, respected in both categories. So I think at the, at the highest level, yeah. But I think I think really uh, urban music pretty much dictated by the people that are in it. Sure. Now, how you feel about gatekeeping? Uh, I feel like I feel like what's cool, like is dictated by the people that are part of the culture. You know what I'm saying? I feel yeah. like what is the culture is dictated by who is a part of the culture. But it, when it comes to like, when shit shifts into a product, right. like, you know what I'm saying? When, cause I feel like when, when you talk about culture, you, I feel like you talk about the culture as a product. When you talk about like this art form, this art form as a product, like when we're talking about, you know, commodifying and monetizing this shit, we don't have no choice over that. We don't have no that control over fact, it. Because right. we don't have no control over the systems in place that, you know, can provide the resources for us to commodify mm -hmm. art. But when it comes to what the fuck is art, what the fuck is real, and what the fuck is not, we I, I feel, like, I feel yeah. like we got that. How you feel about that? I mean, I'm on the line as far as like, it's just different ways to look at it, honestly. Like, I mean, at the end of the day, like, Y'all talk about like artists like Jack Harlow and them. Like you got certain white artists out there. They didn't took stuff from the genre and the culture, quote unquote. But they just took stuff from it. There's a difference between taking something from it and like actually imitating it, it and trying to be something that you're not. And there's a difference from taking it and then giving back to it, and taking it and not giving back to it. I mean, yeah, but I mean, I mean, what? I mean, how many? Black people are running major regulators. True, 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 I mean, true, true, true. I mean, look, like they can put all the faces in front of them, like, but that's just a face. Yeah. Like, that's that's not realistic. Like, so at the end of the day, it's like who is benefiting the most off of it? Because compared to what you're gonna make and what you're gonna get, it's nothing compared to you know. They can get, yeah. Right. So. Well, let me ask you because you started a label. That's one of the reasons why I got I brought you. How important was it for you to start the label? Is this one of the reasons why you decided to start your own label? Uh, I'm not necessarily trying to make a statement like, I mean, don't get don't get it fucked up. I am proud to be a black business owner, and I I, uh, I aim to make my stake in the game as such. But my position isn't necessarily a message. Yeah, like, true. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like on some rebellious. Yeah, stuff, no, you, you did know it. What I mean, you do had your own personal reasons. Yeah, yeah for sure. Facts. Now, now let me ask, so like on the production side, is it, how do we make that more beneficial for producers to, to own their own stuff? Because I know it's, that whole game is fucked up where you take links and you, you take people say, oh, let me get this beat. They'll just take it from YouTube and y'all don't get much credit from that. How do you fix that? Or is that fixable? 
just knowing what you're getting yourself into. I feel like there's a time and a place for everything. There's plenty of occasions where I give away plenty of stuff, but taking care of yourself, uh, producer agreement's a producer agreement, and that's one thing to always look at when it comes to owning your stuff. But in the grand scheme of things, just from the start, I know a lot of uh, producers, even locally, that before they even got their balance going or knew how big they were, they had already signed away a lot of stuff. So my biggest, uh, you know, producer agreement's one thing, make sure you read over that, but uh, my, my biggest, you know, advice for any producer is just don't sign anything and definitely don't sign anything before you hit your peak or your prime. For so, sure. Now, something that we always talk about, me and you, how do we make this Louisiana scene better? How do we bring more eyes to this to this scene? I know when you look at when big artists, they don't come here anymore. They don't they don't tour here as much. When you look at the Waynes, the the Drakes, the those types of people, they don't tour. Is that a problem that we can fix, or is that and and if so, how do we fix it at a local level to build it to where we get more eyes to to us essentially? As far as Louisiana, I feel like it's an all-encompassing thing because, like, when it comes to infrastructure, like, we don't have shit set up to where that's not beneficial to us. It's not like, it, it would be beneficial to us, but it's like, the the people that are, are quote-unquote, in power, the people that have the choice to make this decision, spend this budget on this, uh, like, how New Orleans' biggest uh, export would be, like, entertainment and shit like that. Yeah. Honestly, it's a fucking plant. Like, Baton Rouge, is, it's, it's a plant. You know what I'm saying? It's not like... There's not really a space for that here. When I say here, I'm talking about like Baton Rouge. Now, when it comes to Louisiana, I don't really know because I'm really be focused on Bay Area. For so, sure, yeah. But uh, when it comes to Baton Rouge, I feel like we just need to continue doing what we're doing. And uh, hopefully someone can come around to where they kind of see and believe in what we're doing and invest or, you know, like create the, the, the space or infrastructure to where we can like really do something, but until then, but until then we just gotta do what we're doing by ourselves. How you feel about it? Is there a way to grow the Louisiana market? It's hard because like Baton Rouge is a, you know, demographic wise is predominantly black city, but it's still mostly white people running it. So it's like, you got a lot of acts, you got guys like Jairo, you got a lot of, you know, black artists, but where they gonna perform it? Like there's, there's no spaces and in the places that you know, um, all doing performances, they only want a certain type of performance, you know what I'm saying? And I get it, like, as far as rap, it's from experience and knowing it's definitely hard to fill a event because we don't have a concert culture. Yeah. Like, people are not yeah. running out in battles. To, to come see, see a rap show. To go see like, a rap show. Literally, so, everywhere else, you yeah, can go yeah. and people want to see rap. Like, yeah, yeah, it's different. So it's like, and it's like, even if you pack the building, they're going to sit there. It's like they didn't pay whatever they paid to get in there to see. So, um, I don't know, like, um, I think it's definitely evolving a little bit. Like, it's it's evolved in the past few years, but I mean, just recently they haven't had anybody like come through and like really do it like that within the, you know, the city city, you know? Let me ask you, being from home, are you between the, the Lafayette, New Orleans, Baton Rouge market, how do you feel about getting eyes to the Louisiana scene? Um, and do you feel you have to go elsewhere, like for you, do you have to go to New Orleans or go to Baton Rouge to I get was, you? Yeah, I was about to say, my situation where I live, where I'm from, I didn't start getting real traction until I started doing business elsewhere. And I, not even different states, but just different cities, period. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I mean, shit, home is really not different from New Orleans or Baton Rouge in, in the aspect that, or Lafayette, that, you know, everybody want rap to get out, everybody want ball to get out. You know what I'm saying? But, uh, Nobody, being that that's a fact, nobody really take you serious. Like I could, all y'all be from home, man, look, I'm about to rap. 
all y'all might be rapping already. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So it's like, man, shit, you know. Okay. Yeah, I I mean, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, Same shit. I did, and when see, I think that's a problem. Person? The fact yeah, that me and Jazz were talking about this on the way. The fact that you got to go out your way to yeah. show like, hey, I'm a rap, take this serious. But if you go to another fucking state yeah. and say you're a rap, you show their shit, they might give you more of a chance than the people in your own city. But I mean, it's in, in, a, in a way, that reflect how far you're willing to go for it. True. Because Thanks. I mean, shit. If nobody feeling me in my city, or I'm sitting pout about it, or I'm gonna go somewhere else. You right? Talking this shit. You right? No facts. <laughs> you know, you right. Let me ask: Do you find it hard to be a producer getting your shit out? Or because the internet's here, is is that shit don't matter? So just to piggyback on what y'all are saying, uh, more on just the bad news scene side. Uh, I think bad news. The, the answer nobody wants to hear is kind of just they got to make. The city more approachable and like you got new orleans that's i mean people already want to go there but i mean safety is a concern here linking up among artists you know i mean uh obviously it'd be a lot easier to throw a lot of shows with a lot bigger artists if everybody was you know interconnected and the second thing is you just got to find and i like adam said people are starting to uh get better at it of like find a way to how to package yourself or monetize it like jira was saying better where we have great artists and great music and great art, but it's very much on like a street foundation level where we need to find out how to get our own LLC, get our own business, maybe do our own record label, rent our own clubs. We're getting out the age now that a lot of these people even sitting on this panel are able to rent out their own things. You're able to throw their own show. So you gotta really take it by the, uh, by the reins, but also packaging it in a way that is presentable to maybe you know, you might not agree with everybody that's doing business on Third Street, but you might need to figure out how to do business with them. It might not be your favorite team, but as long as everybody's making money, you know, I mean, it's not much to, to argue. For sure. That's true. Now, let me ask y'all, because y'all from BR, and we know that BR has a typical sound, neither one of y'all sound like that. Is that a challenge? <laughs> with the packaging and the way you try to promote y'all shit? I think it's only a challenge if... If by now you ain't realize you need to go where you celebrate it. It's like, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's only a challenge if you're trying to force niggas to listen to you. Okay. Like, dead ass. Like, okay. at a certain point, with everybody on your scene, like, you gotta get, realize what's going on. Get the fuck. Like, yeah. I mean, you go ahead, go ahead. So, yeah, being different, uh, you can play that to your advantage. If everybody in your area sound the same, you're gonna be, you know, yeah. Exactly. Like you gonna be saying echo chamber exactly. saying like, even to his point when it's like when everybody in the city rapping nine times out of ten they expecting you to sound X Y Z way you know what I'm saying so even on a smaller scale if you come in and sounding a little bit different then it's like all right either, even if I don't fuck with that or even if it's not what I'm used to I'ma listen different because it's not the same five songs I heard before and beyond that yeah bro you just gotta find out what you loved and find that everywhere else yeah for sure how you feel about that Dallas? It's not hard if you're just being yourself. Like, True. Like, that's the, that's the easiest thing. Like, you know, people be like, oh, I got writer's block. And it's like, because you're telling stories. Yeah, you got you to get the character before you write your rap. And that's why it takes a like. You know, it's, it's, it's like, man, it's, it's not hard, you know what I'm saying? And then it just all depends on your aspirations. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I do a lot of stuff outside in music, outside of outside of just, you know, being the main artist. So it's just like your talents can be used in so many different ways to, you know, get whatever you're trying to accomplish, whether that's monetary, whether that's career-wise. So it's like, you know, I just feel like you just got to do whatever your focus is to take the best route for you. But, you know, you can't bend because, I mean, really the culture, the music really dictated the city. Because, right, because, like, 
the way dudes talk and stuff, that's not how niggas in VR talk. Like, yeah. You know what I'm saying? But the music started sounding a particular way, like everybody's like mimicking it. So it's like, it's like a whole identity crisis. It's weird, man. No, for sure. <laughs> so wait, let me ask y'all, because see, I think that's, I think that's a good, a good topic to get on. And I know Swagger does it, I know you do it, Adam. How important, and shit, I know you do it too, Jalen. How important is it diversifying that income? You putting yourself in multiple positions to where it's like, okay, Dollars, I know you're a rapper, but you got your podcast, you got your documentary work on Swagger. I know you produce, but you own other businesses where you engineer, you got your, your clubs, and just places you go with Swagger. How important is it diversifying and using that to propel the art forward? Yeah, I'm a, I'm a big fan of diversifying but not spreading yourself too thin, like not trying to be a jack of all trades. As long as it coexists with uh, what you're doing, like like you said, even uh, I know a lot of great rappers that might be better songwriters, you know what I mean? Or uh, just playing your avenue, um, just staying authentic yourself. And uh, I kind of got a train of thought for you, but that was the main point. For sure. How you feel about it? Nah, it's the same thing. Like, I mean, sh- I've been, man, I got, man, I've been writing for folks since back when me and Joe was working together, like, you know, 16, 17, like, I got approached with opportunities because of individuals that I was working with. So it's like, just being able to consistently do that and just, like, build with other people is always a, a great thing. But it's like, you know, a lot of times people look at rappers and entertainers, movie stars, and they're like, oh, they got all this money, but it don't always just come from just that. Like, these things got, you know, these dudes in the, you know, real estate, trucking companies, all those things. So it's like, if you got the opportunity to be able to do those things now, don't try to wait, you know what I'm saying? Because that might ultimately be something that can help you fund, you know what I'm saying, your music going forward, you know, possibly, if that's what you need. How you feel about that, Jay? Because I know you diversify as well. Yeah, man. Uh, just like Dollar was saying, bro, you gotta, some, sometimes the things you do outside of music funds the music. I'm a barber. That's like, I've been cutting hair all morning. You know what I'm saying? But some of that money that I made today, put gas in the car to get over here. You know what I'm saying? Uh, some of that money I made helped me uh, get supplies so I can make uh, clothing, you know, you know get, get merch printed. You know what I'm saying? But all of that go back into the music. For sure. Yeah. For you, how do you feel about it in the sense of diversifying? I feel like it's definitely important, especially since I feel like I've had every single job, every type of job, bro, in my life. Like from an office job to giving out loans to warehouse shit to since I was like 19. And all of that has been for the purpose of what I want to do and what I see when I go to sleep. Sure. So it don't matter what it is, as long as you know what you want, go ahead and get it. Like, now, how do you think? Right now, I'm just rapping, but shit, if t- if tomorrow I got to fucking go fill out an app, go on it, beat, I'm on it, bitch. Yeah, you like, got to do what you got to do. Exactly. How do you feel? How do y'all feel about connecting with other artists? Is it easy in BR? Is it hard to do? And, and for you, Jay, is it easy to do with other Louisiana artists? And for you, Swagger, is it easy to, you know, to produce for everybody? Is the, I guess what I'm asking is the culture built to where we can work together or is it still that crab in the bucket mentality? I I think I think this shit human nature. And for a while I like, you know what I'm saying? Like at first niggas was like, you know what I'm saying? When you coming up, especially in BR, you hear that. I feel like it's a solid thing. Like the crabs in the bucket thing. Like you hear that shit all the time. And like for a while, I believe that so long because I ain't fucking leave here. And I ain't realized that it's like, bro, like everywhere else is like that. You go to Jersey and a nigga in Jersey, like man, nobody here fuck with me, but you can come out. When you come from some other place, they're gonna show you it's just, that's human nature, you know what I'm saying? Familiarity breeds contempt. 
and you're upset. Like yeah. it's, it's shit like that. You know what I'm saying? Absence, absence makes the heart grow fonder type shit. So it's like, it's, it's when it comes to people and like the sociology perspective, yeah, niggas, you've known for four years when you've been trying to like, yeah, I've been chasing the fucking same dream. It's gonna be some weird shit yeah. there, but it's like, at the end of the day, it's as hard as you make it. It's as easy as you make it. Like, Somebody told me a long time ago that rap or like the music industry period is like politics. If you want to be known, you got to campaign. Uh, I, love, I like to think about, uh, so the, the run that Hillary Clinton was on, she was on the damn Breakfast Club, she was on mm-hmm. BT, she was boo-goo places that you know damn well she wouldn't be on yeah. a regular day. But she had to be in these places to be seen for people to know who, who she is. Even if you already knew who she was, she was on that to let you know what she was doing, why she was there, you know what I'm saying? Same thing with music. You, just like bro was saying earlier, I, I, I'm not really familiar with the BR area, but if I don't want to go on Third Street for some necessary shit, I might just have to do it. You know what I'm saying? It, I, it just might have to be like that. I might not want to be in an area that I'm not 100% comfortable in, but if it means completing my goals and getting me closer to my goals, then I got to do it. Do you feel you know it's easier to work with people or is, is it like they say, as hard as you make it, easy as you make it? Yeah, like your tribe is your tribe. You know what I'm saying? Like, like I'm not going, like, some people get distracted by the outside noise. Like, it don't matter what you're doing in life. You can be stocking shelves at Walmart. They're going to have some dude on the other house like your own life. For yeah. no reason. Like, I don't know you, whatever. Because you right. probably because of a girl mm-hmm. or something like that. But, like, so it's like, you know, especially when you excel. But, like, you know, most times that hate always comes from the bottom. You know what I'm saying? Like, I mean, I'm not saying that it can't go the other way. So, no, nah, like you say, you just make it as hard as you may. You just focus on the individuals that's you know, willing to collab with you, work with you, that's like what you're doing, not trying to change what you're doing, and, you know, move from there. Now, do y'all have any game? Oh, go ahead, Swag, my bad. Yeah, just to add a little something. Me not being from Baton Rouge, too, I appreciate Baton Rouge a lot. If you, uh, I feel like you don't have to be the next young boy, but if you can't make some noise in Baton Rouge, damn near the capital city of, a lot of hip hop in Louisiana in the South and stuff, then you're gonna have a hard time a lot of other places. I'm from somewhere with no no musical support or nothing like that. So it's a blessing being somewhere like Baton Rouge. Uh, I think Baton Rouge has a lot more to offer than other people uh, think, but that's my point. I think uh, sure. Baton Rouge is a hot spot. You can make it work what you want. Now for those listening to this and for those here, for those that, that wanna be in music, what would what would y'all's advice be to how to get to get started? And anyone of y'all could go with something that they need to, get, to know. How to get started? Yeah, what's something you would say for those listening to this podcast that's thinking, hey, maybe I can get into music. What which what's the first step you would tell them to do? Uh, build. And when I say build, that's like a multi layered thing. You got to build a budget. You got to build a, a stock in music. And when I when I when I say that, don't be so quick to drop the first song you make. You know what I'm saying? Uh, especially if you want to be consistent. Because you might scrounge up whatever little dollars you got to get to the studio, make that song, and then drop it in a hurry. And let's say like the the, the reaction that you get is positive. But now I ain't got the money. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Now, now, now my, my schedule a little messed up. I might not be able to, to, to get into the studio again for real for another month. You know what I'm saying? That, that little buzz that I didn't build off that one song gonna die. You know what I mean? So yeah, build a stock, uh, build a reputation, build a, a, a repertoire with people, go go see, go be seen, you know what I mean, network. But it's a lot of things in just getting on the mic and rapping. That don't make you a rapper. 
Yeah, it's the other stuff behind. No, and to that, that that's how we was talking on the podcast episode. Just because you got a mic, you're not a podcaster. Mm-hmm. There's there's the the business side, there's the promotion side, the market things that people don't realize. You need a logo, you got your logo, you got your your this, your that that you that you're missing. So for sure, I definitely like that. Yeah, what, you got? what he said, that's the key. It's really just coming into it as a business. You know, a lot of times, you, you know, you younger, you celebrate like just the trophies, a few little wins, whatever, but. It got to be a business, like, from the get-go. You have to know, like, yo, what are you trying to do? And then every business has employees. You need to have a team of people that support you. Like, everybody in your circle can't want to drop a song or want to be a rapper. Some people got to be comfortable with, like, just sending emails. And, yeah. You know what I'm Recording saying? Recording the video. Yeah, because, yeah. I mean, you can do it all, but eventually you'll burn out. Facts. You know what I'm saying? And it's just like, so it takes a support system. And then it actually takes talent. Like, you should like you should have somebody outside of you like, yo, you need to rap. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. I didn't, you know, I wasn't, you know, I wasn't like 19 or 20 when I started doing music, you know what I'm saying? You've been doing it, yeah. Because, like, dudes was telling me, like, yo, you should probably consider doing that. And I'm like, oh, word. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. you know, and, you know, we, we kind of changed up a whole lot of things to get here. But like you said, like, you know, once you have that mentality, the doors are open. You know, if you that good at what, like, if you that good at rapping, somebody will want you to do something else. Yeah, for sure. Like, How you feel about it? Just advice. Um, yeah, I think the most most important thing is like know what you want out of this. Like, know who the fuck you are. Thanks. Know who you are and know what you want out of this first and foremost. And that's hard, especially because a lot of people are starting this shit like young, like younger and younger. So like. Some people use this shit to figure out what they are. You know what I'm saying? Some people yeah. use this this to figure out where they want to be, and I, I can't knock that either. But like, always be aware that that should be a, a main thing, and use that to make your decisions. Like, don't just do this shit. Like, if you really want, make sure you really want to do this shit, and if you really want to do this shit, be a student. Like, study everything from the history, from the reason you want to do this shit, from the reason that this nigga wants to do this shit, or that nigga wants to do this shit, from the equipment that you got to get, like, to there's, there's shit that you can YouTube and Google and look up that will get you from A to B. And yes, you can drop a song the fucking day and drop it on TikTok and maybe it'll go crazy. But that won't teach you how to go outside and get a show. That nice. won't teach you how to go outside and shake another rapper's hand. That won't teach you how to go outside and stand in front of niggas, like affect people's faces and sound good because you're trying to rap how you record it. It's a lot of shit that like a nigga. Yeah, bro. It's a lot of shit a nigga. I can't piece by piece. But if you know what the fuck you want, you're going to be able to figure anything else out. I guarantee That's my point. Swagger, for you, how, if someone wants to get into production, what would your advice be? Because there's a million producers out there. Just jumping in head first. Don't wait for someone else to put you on or anything like that. Jump in head first. Even with the artist shit, once you, I tell people a lot of times, you got, like Jarvis, you got to decide what you want. And once you turn that on switch off, there's no off, off switch. You don't, you know what I mean? Yeah. I remember going to bandos and this and that. And yeah. I went and I was Swagger, the producer, the DJ. I, there was no... Mm-hmm. alter ego or i go to school but here i'm a producer like it was that's you what you, that shit, you gotta own that yeah. shit you gotta go head first and another point just step on i record a lot of a lot a lot of great people with great music uh, great music is like a small equation to mm-hmm. this it's the hustle you gotta have buzz you can't fake a buzz a lot of people have great music and they just don't buzz I and mean, that's why labels spill millions of dollars and millions and millions of dollars in the artist you think if it was that easy people would just fund millions of dollars in artists which just pop up. I mean, labels lose money every day. So um, music's a small percentage of it, like really knowing what you want, 
building your fan base, building your buzz. It's kind of a popularity contest. It's kind of politics. People kind of want to need to be like you. They need mm -hmm. to want to hang out with you. They want to emulate you. There's no fake in that. You got to be in, you got to be on top. You got to be cool. All of them. Mm -hmm. Now, let me ask, with that being said about the, you can't fake the funk. Thanks. How, another side of this is live performing. How, how important is that? I, there's a campaign going around about vocals behind. How, how do y'all feel about that? And how important is the live performance to these artists? Keep your vocals off your performance tracks. Do not rap over your song. If I wanted to hear your song, I'll go on whatever you want and go put it on my, in my car. If you want to perform, perform. Don't give somebody a half-assed performance. That your performance is supposed to be an experience. I'm supposed to listen to your song and be like, man, I remember when Jaren fucking did that 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 shit and, and that concert, man, that shit was crazy, man. That man stopped the beat drop and he died. You know what I'm saying? You can't do that rapping over a song that's already out. You know what I'm saying? No, like, I get you. You gonna you gonna put yourself in the box. <clears throat> For sure. For real. How y'all feel about the other two rappers? Let me ask. Uh, okay. Just to I'm not gonna disagree with you, but I think it is a different time nowadays. I'm kind of a fan of rapping over vocals. I think <laughs> okay. Uh, I think it's more of like a, a party type uh, performance, hype shit up type vibe nowadays. Now, see, I but agree you with you. I agree with you, you but I think there's certain artists. For it, like like the type. It, it varies between artists. If I'm going to see J. Cole, I don't want to see J. Cole rapping. I was about to say, exactly. if I'm going to see Jalen Quinn or you, exactly. I, I don't want to hear y'all tracks. I want to hear y'all spit. I can listen to Cardi or like Youngboy play do karaoke. Mm -hmm. but especially like knowing the type of music we make, you know what I'm saying? People want experiences. That's what I'm saying. It's not like so. To your point, I, I think you're right, but yeah. it depends on the artist. Exactly. Like so future, you talk, you talk future, 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 future got to have them tracks behind them. He just got at least some bag. Like even future guy, like, <laughs> you don't think he don't? He, he got. He be having like the auto tune mic. I just so, like, about to say you got auto tune mic. You know, it's you know, something like it's always something okay. you put on the show, and I, that's what I think the biggest thing is. It's like I, I do agree to a degree that like especially depending on. A bad performance, a bad performance, bro. It don't matter if you got your song yeah, behind yeah, yeah. you. Like, you know what I'm saying? It's like, if you got your song behind you and it's not going like, it's going to be harder for me to hear you in some ways, depending on which type of music you make and this, that, and the third. And again, I'm not a fan of like the karaoke shit, but like, I don't mind a little, you know, a harmony you got going. Cause whatever it is, as long as it's an experience, bro, I feel like the biggest part of live performance, is, like of live performing is making sure you take the opportunity to connect with every single person in the room. Like, no matter if it's you looking at their face or after you get off, like, how you doing? You know, what's your name? Put like, give me your fucking phone and let me put my album in it. Like, yeah. turning turning each and every chance you can like interact with a person. To make a fan. To make a, yeah, to make a fucking fan. Like that, that gate, that uh, pipeline. You know what I mean? No, I get like, you. Yeah. How you feel about it, Dollars? I mean, I agree with them. Like, you know, um, like, Live performance, like it is part of the art, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's, it's a thing that people have to practice. It's a thing you get better at the more you do it. Like, it's not something you just wake up. Some people be naturals. <laughs> I'm saying, I'm saying, But you know, like, it's, it, the more you do it, the better you get at it, you know what I'm saying? The more comfortable you become with, you know, dictating the room, you know? And like I said, a lot of people, you know, a lot of people gotta fumble the mic or mess up and do stuff. Like that's all part of everybody done it. You know, yeah, no, for sure. Lyrics, but it's it's something it's, it's a serious part of the game. They gotta be taken real serious, you know. Like you gotta be prepared to go out there and really give it your all and allow people to feel what you're saying. For sure, for sure. Now, is there anything that y'all think is necessary for the artist to, that's coming up that we haven't touched on? We touched on live performances, we touched on, you know. If, if you get into this, what about the business side? Is there things that 
business-wise advice you can give, for example, maybe using DistroKid or using this or that, how, how would you say business-wise? All this stuff, cute. But yeah, yeah, use this one. Yeah, all right. <laughs> all, all that stuff cute, but um, at the end of the day, it's just about having the money. You gotta have the money, cause like, at starting off, like, you know, DistroKid, whatever, like, you're not gonna get no money from it. Like, you know, you can't pay no bills with that. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, I can't pay my mortgage with a little chump change when I'm just dropping, you know, a joint. You know, like, it take more than that. You gotta have a paper in order, cause you're gonna spend way more than you're gonna make. You know what I'm saying? You're gonna be in a red for a long time, you know? So how would you say, so as a new artist, you gotta accept that essentially is what you're saying and then grow that grow that money up until you can make that money come back. Yeah, like however you getting it, you know what I'm saying? It don't matter what you're doing, but you gotta have the money and all that. Like you can't get to a point where you're waiting around, like they stated that before, like you can't wait around, can't be in a space like, oh, I need to get more money. No, that money gotta be there, you know what I'm saying? Oh, gotcha. you gotta be getting it on the regular to the point where anything that need to be purchased, because a lot of this stuff is, is pay for play as much as, yeah. as much as people don't wanna believe it. I tell you right now, it's pay for play, you know what I'm saying? And, you know, sometimes it's a lot like, like they got dudes like, I'm not, I mean, obviously you can't say their name. I got a guy right now at Universal right now, working in the office, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Worked on Jesse Reyes rollout and everything. And, he charging dudes five hundred dollars to set up their YouTube. Jeez, you know what I'm saying? Just to just to get them a verified little yeah, SEO, yeah, yeah, SEO, yeah, yeah, just just to do those things. And it's like, and granted, you know, you go on YouTube, majority of guys don't have it, but it's not, you know, it's not it's, necessary. Not at that point, not yeah. for five hundred dollars at least. Yeah. <laughs> no, for sure. How you feel about any advice you all? We go down the line. I, I agree. Business wise, uh, I do feel like. Um, I always been a DIY nigga, so I'm always say that what you lack for, what you lack in resources, you have to, you have to be able to make up for in resourcefulness. So like, I'm not gonna say like you always gotta have that bag. It does help and it make way more shit easy. It make everything easier. But when you fucking don't, you gotta have it up here to yeah, figure out to bridge that gap, bro. And um, yeah, man, it's not like nigga said. It's not just getting in front of a mic and rapping as much as we would love it to be. As much as it sometimes it feels like when it's. Well, oh yeah, sometimes when it feels like we talk about art, like it should be like, I should be able to put this out and then, you know, the world should accept it for whatever they accept it for, appreciate it for however they appreciate it or however much they appreciate it. And that should be it. But like, nah, bro, you want to, you want to feed yourself and your family. So like, yeah, bro, figure out these motherfuckers' emails. You know what I'm saying? Like, right. figure and, out who you need to hear. And to the DIY hear. point, you absolutely right. Cause I used to pay an engineer for the longest to, to engineer my pod. Money, money got tight. Well, nigga, the pod can't not come out. Yeah, yeah, I gotta, gotta I, it gotta come out. So yeah, guess who had to learn how to engineer? Yeah, like, it, even if it's not monetary, you gotta be ready to invest in your shit all of the fucking time. Whether that's investing your time and the bread that you had instead of going with the engineer, getting this equipment and learning that shit, that's an investment. And mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying? Like that type of shit. What you got, Jay? Uh, I'll say two things. Uh, ripples turn the waves. Uh, meaning you might not be able to drop a big bag to promote yourself, to do what you can. Do, do, do what you could afford that's not gonna put you in a crazy position. That way you could build off of whatever you get off of that and add a little more. You just do that as you get bigger. Small numbers are up. Yeah, that and uh, if you do come in the game with a bag, be very weary of how you spend your money just because you could drop $1,500 on the feature, don't mean you should. 
Facts. You know what I'm saying? You know, don't don't get somebody that's gonna cost you a damn near two thousand dollars for a feature and don't nobody know who you are. They might be signed to a, a label, and that label might not even sanction the song that y'all made. Yeah, you know, you know what I'm saying. You didn't waste that money. Yeah, you pay yeah. two bands for a song you know? that ain't get cleared, or that ain't Facts. even if it did get cleared, nigga ain't gonna promote it because exactly. he don't fucking care. He just got the money. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. Whenever you could have took that fifteen hundred or that two bands and put it towards promoting a song that you made yourself. No, you you're right. Let me ask Swider advice for uh, producers, business wise. Uh, touched on it earlier. Like I said, I had to find another route. That's why I do engineering. I own a studio. If I could rely on just beat sales every day, I've never been able to rely on just beat sales. Okay. A lot of my shit is given away for <clears throat> get you the opportunity to get the a nigga in the studio to record. Right. You know what I mean? Uh, no, no artist with a verified badge or anything on my Instagram has never. Now, a placement, a big placement, a young boy afraid of or something's different. But like, if I'm sending some beats to commas or real weird or someone like that they're not paying for anything i'm sending 20 and open and they choose one so picking and choosing your battles trying to find uh another stream of revenue that falls in line with what you do we touched on that earlier and uh from an artist standpoint yeah spending your money wisely a lot of people even with a bunch of money will come in and they'll start buying a bunch of exclusive rights to beats a bunch of uh looking way too ahead where they have tunnel vision but uh i always tell them like slow down a little bit we can lease a couple of things see what they do in the market if we get 110,000 streams we might go talk to someone about buying a thousand dollar exclusive but just spending your money wisely i think videos and features are the most wise and i think you give what you pay for a lot of videos i think here at baton rouge is pretty much uh fed off of really videographers um studio quality and um features and, and, buzz in the and you brought up a good point how important because you know there's no video shows anymore but videos still seem like the most important thing how important are videos today i think uh i think if you asked me this like three years ago i'd be like they're probably the most important part of the game okay right now i think it's become oversaturated so i think like more time if you have a visual it's kind of more better if you just use it like on Instagram or social yeah. media because yeah, people don't like want to content. Yeah, they don't the want to have the cool content. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like yeah. that is the content. You know, like I think uh, I, then I think it started um, a lot of videographers started charging too much. Our dads, yeah. You know, so it's like you know, guys was like, I'll never get paid off of this this video. You know what I'm saying? So why am I gonna pay a thousand dollars for it? Like it's not a it's not a smart investment with the other things that you could pay and yeah. purchase. So. Yeah, um, I, I think it's a, I think it's a, it's a dying thing, especially with TikTok, because everybody wants a short video. Now. I was they just don't about to say, everybody. over the over the past few years, the attention span of the consumer has shrunk. Shit, even me, I feel like I feel <laughs> like three minute videos, bro. Too long, you know, what that's right? the hardest shit to do. And that's crazy because it's three minutes. Because the funny thing is, we talking about this, but I'm gonna chop this I'm up into sections, and like, this gonna be the hardest shit to me is that you one of them niggas. Like, you know what I'm saying, like. As an artist, you want everybody to respect this shit. pre is like, bro, like, I'm gonna scroll on TikTok and I don't like this shit in 0.2 seconds. I'm I'm out, man, yeah. And you gotta remember that when you making shit for people. Like, for real, real talk, man. So, I mean, I don't think video, videography itself is dying. I just think that the format is yeah, different. Yeah, it's all short form content now, I feel like. Cause you can, you could spend, you know, the same money out your budget to make a, a, a video that's formatted for TikTok. And, and, and it do numbers and, and really and truly I mean nowadays you got something that blow up on TikTok you end up on the radio a week later and let me be honest 
All of y'all should be on TikTok. That's a, just a fucking fact. Yeah, and it should, and it should be every day just trying to feature some bullshit. Just something. You know what I'm saying? See, the thing is, it can't, it can't, and now it's got to be three videos a day yeah. on TikTok at a certain time every fucking day. Every day. And if you don't, you you lose you lose the uh, foundation you built earlier. TikTok was the fastest way I got to a thousand followers out of any platform. Mm-hmm. And it's still growing. And you and I and he can attest to that. He know his TikTok is one of the he grew fast see, too. Both of y'all. So it's like it's like you, you gotta be on that and you gotta realize the platforms that are important and that are because honestly, as much as as much as I love Twitter. That bitch is dead, bro. Like, if you go call a spade a spade, that bitch is dead. For music discovery, I will say. Okay, talk I to me. Specifically, I will say specifically for music discovery, especially in the underground. Like, there are a lot of people when it comes to like playlist curators and stuff like that. Like, they built their communities or their, you know, like, Twitter? Twitter blogs and stuff like that. So, like, I'll say for the type of music that we kind of make. That's like one of the places where we can directly tap into gotcha. curators and or like you know producers you know like it's a community there because niggas that have quote unquote something to say. Can now say. is it better for networking? Like, yeah, better for way better for networking yeah. promotion. Way yeah. better for networking promotion. But like, yeah, the TikTok should like TikTok got to be the one. Yeah, hundred percent. And it's on some shit to where it's like, yeah, now you don't really have no kind of choice. Like, Zero. It's sick, but yeah. Also, I would say Facebook video because Facebook video ties to real at least. Yeah. For what we do in terms of podcasts and Facebook video will blow up. Now, I'm not saying use Facebook in the sense of, oh, we gonna post shit here, here. No, you gotta have about one to two minute videos on Facebook. And that's it's really whatever. Like, it's really any and everywhere. Like, niggas just can't get stuck. Niggas can't, like, niggas gotta get with the times. It sounds, it sucks to say that shit, but it's like, bro, like, think about how many people didn't. Think about how many people or artists like drowned and or will never be heard from again because they was like, what the fuck is this streaming shit, nigga? I'm gonna send you CDs. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm, you know what I'm saying? They like, still I'm got niggas money, in bro. downtown Latvia yeah. passing out CDs. Yeah. And I'm like, what the fuck are y'all 50, doing 50 right Cent, now? 50 Cent got a book called uh, Hustle Harder, Hustle Smarter. And he talks about why the G unit that we all know didn't flourish how like they were supposed to. And he specifically talked. I remember about, the interview. He was talking about niggas wanted to be. He, he talked about Lloyd Banks. And he, was, he was saying how Lloyd Banks, as talented as he was, he get an internet. to change with the times. He his 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 uh, argument to Fifty Cent was uh, pocket bigger and got didn't have no Instagram or Twitter. Well, yeah, of course, they, of course, <laughs> they, that's what I'm you saying. know what I'm saying. That wasn't in the time. You know what yeah. I mean? That's not the era that he was from. He in the now, and he fell behind. He trying to I don't even say he fell behind, but he trying to keep keep up now. Because he refused to change. Now you want to change. Now you want to get on TikTok and Twitter and Instagram and all that shit. You could have been. And I feel like you ain't got to change who you are to adapt to the medium. I would say change who you are. It's just, man, you got to grow with the business. Like, man, like, McDonald's. McDonald's going to change the way they advertise every five or ten years. Even though they they ain't got to. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And and I do think there's a way for lyricists and people who make content that's a little more deep thinking to... Use the TikToks and use the Instagrams and use these things. As someone who's a li- do you think it's, it's harder for you to use a TikTok than let's say someone who's not necessarily as good a lyricist as you? I'm not gonna lie, I'm not on TikTok. Hey, but, I don't care. Everything get love on TikTok. Like, literally, bro, TikTok <laughs> is like fucking Reddit for videos or yeah. like YouTube for like short videos. Like, but like, I think I, I always feel like there's an avenue for every type of content though. Like, you know, it's just all on who is delivered because just like we talked about at the beginning, you are appealing to your tribe. Like, yep. 
we ain't got nothing to do with them boys dancing over there. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, let them do them. Just like I'm not paying attention and they not paying attention here. We it's for the ones that it's for. So I think that's the whole um, idea of algorithm when it comes to it. You know, it's for who it's for, and you get it to who it's for. Now, for producers, you think TikTok is beneficial? So I yeah, yeah. I mean, any, any anything you can put your stuff on that has a chance of getting seen by anybody else is beneficial, no matter how you use it. But I mean, I've sampled a bunch of stuff off TikTok. I mean, any platform you can, any platform you're heavy on and putting anything out is helpful. Anything we can do, I don't care if it's me walking down government right here with a sign that says "stream my shit." It's gonna help. Anything will help. You know what I mean? Yeah, for sure. Uh, and. Yeah, you can be on Instagram and not change who you are. Like currency is a good, uh, uh, a good example. If you follow currency, all he does is post uh, not even cars. I mean, post cars. You post the uh, remote hot oh, yeah, cars. The little hot tracks, yeah. People like you for you. So like own that. You might be in anime. You might like this. You might like that. Um, there's a niche for everything. So owning that and capitalizing on your fan base. You don't have to be the biggest here, but find your niche category, and you can be the biggest in there and still get paid. I was about to say, like, also as a producer, uh, me, I like watching videos of the process. So uh, as a producer, especially if you on something like a MIDI or like a drum machine where you could record yourself yeah, and your process, that's going to that's gonna generate a whole new fan base for you right there. Nigga ain't even got to like your beats, like talking about this man making beats on camera and he know what he, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, he really like sure. it. Real, real for sure. Hell yeah. Well, I think, I think we accomplished a lot today, fellas. Any, if y'all got anything else y'all want to say before we uh transition to, to our conversation, we can go ahead and do that. I was finna say, man, if y'all want to stay up, we can just write it. <laughs> I know you got questions about that, but we can just talk in general. It's up to it's up to it's up to you. I don't know. Adam's like, I'm not gonna do it. You might do, man. My man gotta do what you gotta do. But now nah, we'll transition, but I, I appreciate all of y'all for coming through and, and everything. I appreciate y'all advice. Uh you go ahead and tell the people they can follow you on social media. Oh, I'm, I'm on Instagram and Twitter at Adam Dollars, man. On both of them, man. For sure. Where they can find where they can find you at, Jake? Uh, underscore J A L E N Q U I N N. I'm Jalen Quinn. Jalen Quinn everywhere. Hell yeah, Swagger. What about you? At Swagger underscore Music. My personal page S W I G E R like Tiger the Swagger and at Swagger Studio for the studio page. Hell yeah. Well, we gonna give yours in a little bit. Me and you gotta talk about. Your album, but appreciate all y'all for uh, coming up and doing the panel. Jazz gonna play a little music, and while we transition and we get everybody, everybody going, and then we gonna set up for uh, me and Jared to do our conversation.